Hello and welcome to The Earful Runner, a podcast devoted to telling the stories of the vibrant community of runners who come to race in the most magical place on earth. I'm Mary, and I was so excited to meet Mike Wazowski during my first Disney race that I nearly knocked the little monster over with my hug. And I'm Emily, and I have not yet knocked over a character with my hugs. Today, we're thrilled to welcome two of our fellow runners who recently completed their first ever run Disney races. We remember our first race as well, though they were a little while ago for us both, and we can't wait to hear about the first-time excitement while it's still fresh in their minds. So without further ado, we'd like to welcome Grace and Jean Marie. Please tell us a little bit about yourselves and your running. Hi, I'm Jean Marie, and I've completed my first run Disney race at Disney Princess in February. <laughs> Excellent. And how about you, Grace? Hi, I'm Grace. I completed my first Disney race in January at the Disney Race Marathon in Orlando. Fantastic. Awesome. Um, so why Disney? I've always kind of, I guess the Disney Princess one in particular has always kind of been a bucket list item for me as it just looked like a lot of fun and it ended up working out because I at my old job I wasn't able to do it because it was my busiest time of the year but timing for everything worked out and I was able to make a weekend vacation out of it nice what about you Grace uh, so my first weekend was kind of pushed by my aunt when I started really getting into doing races and running. She was just like, wait, there's one you could come and do and visit with us because she's an and has been an annual pass holder for 20 years. Goals. So she's known about them for forever, forever. And she never had anybody to come visit for that weekend and she wanted to experience it so and I wanted to run it when she convinced once she brought it up to me so it was just a match made in amazing grace if I recall correctly was this your first trip to Disney World like ever yes oh my gosh was it like amazing or like really overwhelming it was pretty amazing I mean I didn't get to cover the entire park because I only had a one day pass because I was doing other things that weekend um, but after doing my race, I ended up going back into the park and visiting for the entire day. I closed out the park. So I got to see like the whole Christmas version of the light show on, uh, Cinderella's castle and the Epic too. So it was pretty epic. Jean Marie, was that, was, uh, was your, your race at Princess also your first trip to Disney World or had you arrived before? No, I, I had been before, but it was my first time probably since I was in high school. So at least 10 years. So it was really fun to see how the parks changed since the last time I went. Oh, huge changes. I mean, and I know Emily as a pass holder has probably seen a lot of those firsthand. Um, Really curious uh, about your experiences with the how run Disney structures races and the fact that you start well before dawn. I mean, most people are used to getting up early for races, but 2 a.m. is usually a little bit earlier than most people uh, would expect to get up. So uh, I'm, I'm curious, Jean Marie, how did you kind of handle the early start, the early wake up? I drank a lot of tea the night before we got more English breakfast tea at a store in England in Epcot on our way back to the hotel from dinner mm -hmm. but it was just I set 
four or five different alarms and my boyfriend who was there with me, we just kind of got up and mainlined caffeine and just kept going. Everything laid out the night before, just leave before your body fully realizes what it's doing. Before, before it totally comprehends that it's on a bus to Epcot and nothing's moving yet. You're just like, wait, what's happening right now? Like it, Pretty it's much. dark, it's early, I'm cold, I'm tired. <laughs> and why am I awake? Why am Absolutely. I here? Grace, how about you? How did you cope with the early wake up? Uh, so I actually didn't stay on Disney campus. I stayed like just off it with my aunt and uncle. Since they had a car, we could drive into campus. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so I got to sleep in a little bit more then like the 2 a.m. wake up to catch a bus I had to get up around three we were we were told like by management when we had asked about it to try to get into the parking lot by like 345 so and we hit that perfectly so uh, a lot of alarms I had uh, a glass of wine a nice like hefty dose of wine at my dinner the night before and that kind of just helped me really like drop off asleep quicker mm-hmm. than if I tried to do tea or anything. So I, I like the differing approaches. One's like, I'm just going to knock myself out the night before. And the other one's like, you know what? We're <laughs> just going to do all the caffeine this morning. Let's do it. Um, Pretty much. I, I personally have tried both approaches. Got to say kind of like Grace's approach a little better, but that's just me. Um, I don't so- have an approach. I just hope for the best. See, but that's an approach. Em. That's totally an approach. <laughs> <laughs> so Jean Marie, what was the most magical moment for you during Princess Half? Uh once we entered Magic Kingdom and I got to see the um Cinderella castle, like run through it, and of course I had to get a professional picture taken in front of it. As but yes, it was also do. really cool before I like right not that long, like right when you're going down the main path. My boyfriend, his dad, and his grandmother were there waiting for me. So that was, like, really fun and exciting to be able to see them there. And they got great pictures and videos of me running by them. Jean Marie, I'm offended that your most magical moment wasn't meeting up with me at mile 10. But that's okay. Well, and that was my second most (laughs) magical moment. Because I literally was not expecting to run into anyone I knew who I had known running it. But it was a nice surprise, especially since I was kind of dying at that point. Me too. (laughs) Me too. It was very nice to see you. Grace, what about you? What was your most magical moment? Um, I think probably one of my most magical moments was, similar to Jean Marie, was coming up on Cinderella's Castle. So during the marathon weekend they still had Christmas up so it was everything was decked out in Christmas but when I hit the castle they had just started doing like the castle's twinkling light display on the castle itself so it was extra like bright and shiny and then all and the like the path leading straight up to the castle was like packed to the walls kind of similar to how New York Marathon is Mm -hmm acts like in certain spots so it was really cool just kind of running through that full of people cheering full of people like stopping for photos and doing all the photo ops like that really kind of cemented um that moment that and when we hit one of the like heading underneath one of the 
bri- under the, one of the little bridges and it was lit up in like run Disney lights and that. And I did like a cheer shout uh, to kind of get runners motivated because a lot of people, I guess, they started slowing down, getting up, heading to the hill to go back up out of the tunnel. And mm-hmm. like I was powering through, I was feeling good about my pace. So, and I wanted everybody else to kind of hit that same like moment and feeling. So I did it like a cheer shout um, and it just motivated everybody around me. It started like a whole chain of cheers going on behind me as well. So as people were passing through, they were doing their own cheers and getting people motivated. And that was super cool. And for anyone who doesn't know where she's talking about, it's that little dip in the road right outside of the Contemporary Resort. It's like the steepest hill on the course, but it's short and very resonant. If you scream underneath that bridge, it echoes and it's very cool. Very good place for cheers to happen. Yeah, it was super cool because no one had been doing anything before I had gotten up to that point to like really motivate other runners or anything. So it was just a really cool moment to try to be motivating while running myself. It's awesome. And that's one of the greatest things about Disney races. And uh, Em and I have talked about this um, with a couple other guests. Like everybody seems very positive and really happy to be there. Um, This is, you know, a race that people typically do for their, you know, most fun time rather than uh, their personal best. So uh, this, this sense of camaraderie and support, especially by that one little spot where you dip down into the tunnel and you come back up and you're like, why am I going uphill? It's Florida. It's flat. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the um, worst hill on the whole race. I hate it every year. I'm like, this is awful. And it's, you come up by the transportation and ticket center and it's just like, and there's people that are looking for their runners. So they're looking down into the tunnel kind of over your head. So if you're not making noise, you're they're, they're almost not seeing you. So I kudos to you, Grace, for, for motivating uh, your fellow runners there. Uh, I'd be very interested to know, uh, Jean Marie, what were you most looking forward to with your race experience at Princess and did it live up to your expectations? I guess like the most, the thing I was looking forward to the most was just seeing everyone like dressed up because I literally spent months leading up to the half just planning my outfits and ears on Etsy Mm -hmm. for the entire weekend like I'm not kidding like my friends will make fun of me sometimes like I had Mickey Mouse ears for every occasion that's the only way to do it oh yeah like it definitely lived up to my expectation because it was fun to see people just like slightly dressed up like kind of like I didn't really go all out but I just did enough but just to see people fully decked out in princess gear it was awesome so so what was your favorite princess uh, you know a sidebar to that what was your favorite princess costume that you wore over the weekend or your favorite costume I shouldn't assume it was a princess I dressed up as a queen of hearts for the race well done so I had queen of hearts printed leggings that I found on Etsy and I had um, Mickey Mouse ears that I wore that were queen of hearts themed but I think my favorite is because we went to Hollywood Studios on the day before the race. I found uh, Mickey Mouse ears that had porgs on the ears with a fuzzy Chewbacca bow. Oh. And a t-shirt that, that had the Cinderella castle with a Death Star that said, Wish Upon a Death Star. 
You just added to Mary's shopping list. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. (laughs) And I will be putting that into the Google Drive for later research. Thank you, Jean Marie. (laughs) No problem. I was like, Chewbacca bow, where do I I buy that? And can I have it sent to my house immediately? Um, Grace, how how about you? What what were you most looking forward to? Um, I was most looking forward to like seeing how the race was going to be like I knew costumes are optional but I wasn't expecting like some of the costumes I ended up seeing on the course and I kind of loved how some people towards the end like I could tell like they were still there were some people that were just had given up on parts of their costume and it's probably (laughs) across the course and then there were some people that were like so dedicated to finishing in their costume. They had given up on their pace. They were walking, but and they were hot, but they were still going. And like I loved seeing like all the different types of racers that were dedicated to their costumes or ones that tried. They tried to make their <laughs> race beat the costume. <laughs> so so as a follow-up to that, I have to ask, what was what would you both say was the most elaborate costume you saw at your respective races? Oh, <laughs> I saw someone dress up as Olaf and I thought that was pretty impressive. They had like a full blown costume with like a headpiece. Oh my gosh. How do you move your legs? I'm just like just Olaf. Up? Yes. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much how that works. Oh, how about you, Grace? Um, I saw someone dressed up as Captain Hook. So they had the full hat. They had the full wig, like a full outfit, the pants, the the long, like red coat and everything and the hook hand. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's going to make water stations a challenge. Yeah. (laughs) And I saw them like in the walking lane, like I had we had been pacing a lot in the same groups, but at a certain point, like I ended up passing them and just kept on going, but they, they were so overheating and I felt so bad for them. I could tell like they were dying of the heat in that costume, but they were keeping it all together. They were carrying the hat and that was the only thing not on them. Well, it's tough. Cause I've been, I've been in that situation where I've planned a weekend's worth of costumes for weather that like is not ideal for the costumes that I've planned, but I'm like, dang it, I'm gonna wear it anyway. So <laughs> I feel their pain. Yeah. There were, there was a few people that like, I could tell that were in costumes that were just like, I did not plan for it to be as hot as it is right now. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so if you were going to do another Disney race, first of all, would you do another Disney race? And if so, is there like one in your head where you're like, I want to do this one next? What about you, Jim Marie? I definitely would like to do one again, but I'm thinking maybe the Star Wars one in April. Next year Excellent. when it's not canceled. Well, when it's not canceled, or at least at some point in the future, the Walt Disney World Marathon weekend sounds fun, especially since my parents live in Vero Beach. So if I wasn't felt like it, I could always like make a mini vacation out of it kind of around the holidays. Yeah, I've definitely done the Christmas in Florida and stay through marathon weekend situation. It's fun. What about you, Grace? Sounds like such a better idea than staying in New York, right? Oh, absolutely. Anywhere <laughs> oh where the weather's warmer between, like, December and February is, like, a good 
call in my mind? Um, I'm kind of tied. I want to do, I definitely want to do the marathon weekend again, uh, for sure. Cause I had so much fun. I want to try the other races, but I also want to do the, the wine run. Yeah. Like, wine and dine. Yeah. Wine and dine in October, right? October, November, November, but close enough. Yeah. It's, at, it's <laughs> right at the end of October. That's why I was thinking of it. Um, I definitely want to do that because also I want to do the wine and dine of Epcot. I mean, that's like do a race and then get to go and drink and eat your way through the world in Epcot. That just sounds so fun. To me. What did I say, Mary? I said this on the first episode. Anyone will do anything with the promise of food and alcohol in the title. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I think wine and dine would be I think wine and dine would be a great a great one too, Grace. Especially because you know you have that extended party in the evening at Epcot. I think it goes to like two a.m., which you'd you'd probably have to you know you'd probably have to pour me into a wheelbarrow and bring me back to the hotel. But sounds like (laughs) a good time. So here's the big question that we love to ask our guests, and take your time with this: If you could run anywhere in any of the parks. Where would you want to run and why? Ooh. Um. We, hit, we asked the hard-hitting questions here. That, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I would want to run Paris. I would want to do Disney Paris. I would, That's, yeah. Well, so I lived in Paris for four months in college almost. And that was the one thing I wasn't able to get tickets to go and do was Disney Paris because I had would have had the opportunity um, at like I only had like would have had like a two day window to go and visit the park and I didn't end up taking it and I regret it so much. Um, But I think doing one of the races at Disney Paris would be so much fun because then I mean it's Paris Paris I have a special like place in my heart for the city of Paris and I have like reawakened my love for Disney so I think the two combined would be a blast I'd probably run want to run through either Animal Kingdom or Hollywood Studios because you get in Animal Kingdom you get to run through all of you have all the fun different worlds Pandora was awesome and then they have so many like exhibits with animals and then Hollywood Studios has Star Wars. So it'd be fun to run like maybe even as a Jedi. Ooh. I think Mary would be down for anything involving Star Wars and Jedi's. So just <laughs> you two you two work uh, on that. I already have I already have costume notes for next year because I figure I can probably get like a Ray tunic with some like normal running shorts and it'll be totally fine. Oh, yeah. I saw a couple of rays at this year's Disney Marathon, but they were same. Yeah. They they were rocking the tunic and the full long leggings. They weren't doing running shorts. Mm, we'll have to think about that one. Also, do you go with lightsaber or bow staff? Probably the lightsaber, a little easier to carry, I would think. What's not illegal on Disney property? Oh, well, you know, you have to look at that. <laughs> <laughs> What will get you banned for life? Yeah, let me go look at the rule book on that one. Hang on. Uh, Um, But yes, I I think that would be cool. And Jean-Marie, the the 
full marathon on marathon weekend does go through Hollywood studios. Um, I know that Emily and I are both quietly hoping that they will reroute the course to go through Batuu. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does, it does take a, a pretty good, I think you're in the studios for like a mile and a half or maybe two miles. So it's a pretty, it's a pretty fun, uh, trip, uh, down Sunset Boulevard and then over onto Hollywood. Awesome. Mm. Yes. So the, the thing that we, you know, we love to tell folks as we sort of like wrap all of this up, um, is that whether you've never raced in a Disney event or you're one of the several thousand run Disney veterans, I think Emily figured out what it's, eight, it's over 800,000 run Disney veterans. Was that right? I believe so. And that was in 2018. So we're thinking the number is probably close to a million. Yes. So no matter whether you're one of those million or you're just hearing about this for the first time and you're thinking, Hey, run Disney sounds like an awesome time. Uh, we hope you join us and we really hope that you enjoyed our show. So thank you for tuning into this episode of the earful runner. We would love to connect with you. You can find us online at earfulrunner.com or at earful runner on Instagram. Thanks. See you real soon.